How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Good evening, you are watching Brian Mosalam alongside my co-host, the Honorable Jason Strayhorn, who's in studio on this lovely 80-degree evening. Oh, no, no, that's in Florida. Yeah, it's not 80 degrees here, Brian. Hold down the fort for you. Brave in the ice, the snow, the wind, all those beautiful things, just so that, you know, we can hold this thing together. But anything for you. You're my buddy. You know, I'm out here working, babe. I'm recruiting. I'm recruiting. Trying to get you stuff recruiting? done here. And, oh, yeah. Who you, you know, the, the world the world. Who you flat. getting? What you looking at? Four stars and five stars? That's it? Got to get some five stars. You know, we're going to – that little honey hole here in, in uh, South Florida. <laughs> I'm working. I'm working for us. A honey hole. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that term, Let's, man. Yeah, I yeah. love that term. You came up with that term, a honey hole. Honey hole about in um, California, where uh, Cody is. I just, I just adore that term. But uh, first, <laughs> honey you holes know, for quarterbacks. Absolutely. Talk so, to me. What's going on, man? How you been doing? You down there? You got well, the tan going right now. Just, You're rocking it. We up here freezing. I am, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to stay warm here in this, like I said, 80 degree weather. Uh, I think the very bigger concern is in East Lansing. Uh, MSU basketball struggle this past week. Uh, losing two, two in a row, five of the last six. And, uh, you know, it's got Spartan Nation up in arms here about what's what's transpiring uh, when we watched that game last night. You know, we've lost uh, five of the last six. We've lost three in a row. Uh, Wasn't even close last night. No, no, last night was something. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the most – concerning things for me was that you know this looked like Michigan State didn't show up didn't compete wasn't at all I know that you were really bullish on with the trajectory at the time you know before yesterday's game thinking that you know we've hit rock bottom now it's time to go you know it was a very um you know you're going through that cycle that cycle where are you at on that cycle right now today Brian you know I was um I was wrong the cycle, um, the cycle right now is Izzo's washed up. That's the cycle. Have you saw the fan base go crazy? Stick, do we have any highlights of the Iowa game at all? You know, you saw um, the way we played, really, we lacked intensity. We lacked emotion. We lacked uh, really just being able to guard, rebound, roll to the basket. Um and, and I think it all boils down to, uh, you know, the best Izzo teams are, are senior-led, experience-led. Uh, you're seeing very rarely does his teams uh, that are led by uh, younger younger players advance further in the tournament. His offense is very complex. You, I think Max Christie uh, has uh, freshman legs. 
a little bit tired. Um, Gabe Brown was uh, 0 for 7 against Iowa. Um, uh, and then we need Bingham Jr. to step up. You can't have that from your leaders, man. You can't have that. No. no. You know. not, not, listen, we've been around, coach, have been around this program a long time. And the best Izzo teams are uh, veteran-led, senior-led, player-led. And right now we're not seeing it. We're just not seeing it. And so do we have time to write the ship, Jason? I mean, I would sure hope so, you know, seeing that you still got a little bit of February to go before you get into the month of Izzo. Uh, but obviously you have a little time, but they got to do some soul searching and do it fast because uh, what it seems that this team is lacking is not from a physical standpoint. It's definitely from a mental standpoint. So uh, th- this is the proverbial getting in your own way by not just letting go and doing what the coach asks you to do. It, it, that's one of the hardest things for young people is to trust that what the coach is saying, because it may not make sense to you, trust that it's the best thing for you and just try it. Give it an honest try. 100%, you know, we always talk about 110%. Try it and see if coach is wrong. You know, but if you just keep doing it your way over and over and over again and you keep getting the same results, that's the definition of insanity. So hopefully the youngsters uh, can, can, can take that self-look in the mirror and figure out, like, like if it is to be, it's up to me. That's the, the old – one of my old coaches said that. If it is to be, it is up to me. Like, you have to say that to yourself. Something to harness that energy in order to do what you need to do. And that's just step up. Step up and lead. You got to get – yeah, I'm telling you, it's uh, – Izzo staple is defense, rebounding, effort, toughness. We all know the formula. You know, you can have off nights in shooting, but you can't have off nights rebounding the ball. You can't have off nights playing defense, and you can't have off nights being tough. And, you know, we're, we're seeing some of that that's lacking. We know this team has the capability. We know it has the talent. We've seen flashes throughout the year. And, and this is a maturation process that, you know, dare I say we're one year away, uh, we might be, but, you know, our leaders have to step up. This team does have the talent to make a deep run. And when you look at the cycle, you look at um, where we are right now and where, where everybody thinks, you know, the fan base is going ballistic about how we're playing, and rightfully so. But, uh, you know, you look at the last um, – five losses. The opponents have averaged 18.8 free throws a game. We've averaged 10 free throws a game. So we're not getting to the basket. We're not getting underneath. We're settling for too many jump shots. Uh, we're getting out rebounded. Is that a talent yeah. thing or an uh, no. effort thing? It's an effort thing. No. It's absolutely an effort thing. The things you can control that are effort related we're lacking. Um, you know, you're going to miss shots. Sometimes you're going to lack talent. That's going to happen. But effort, toughness, rebounding, defense, staples of an ISO program right now are not there. And a lot of that really boils down to leadership. We can diagram X's and O's all day long. We can talk about how, you know, they're they're sagging off of A.J. Hogart, letting him, you know, he's quote, unquote, a liability, not not shooting the ball because they're, they're, they're giving him the shot which I think AJ's really done a nice job stepping up. We can talk about, we can make excuses all day long, but your seniors, your leaders have to lead this team. Those are the best coached Izzo teams. 
And right now that's not happening. So when you got, you look at Purdue, Purdue's coming in Saturday, ranked fourth in the country. Um, you know, Ivy's averaging 17.3 points a game. ED, their center's averaging 14.5 points a game. We never match up well against Purdue. This is a big game. So when you look at the cycle about Izzo being washed up and then beating, you know, beating a big opponent, we're right there right now. We're right there right now. We got, we got to win that one Saturday. You got, you know, you got Michigan, Ohio State, Maryland, and you got to probably get one or two more to be comfortably in the dance. But like, don't don't count this team out and make it a run. And you know, like Coach said after the press conference, he said, "We'll be back. We're going to rebound. We're going to be well." And I mean, we just, you know, this is, this is, this happens. How many times does this happen? But I'm, I'm going to be very honest. If, if there, if we don't get the leadership that we, we need from, you know, from the, from, from our veterans, it's going to be a quick exit, an absolutely quick exit. I don't know if there's anybody uh, that, that's a, a Spartan fan right now that, that has the nerve, but can can honestly say can say with a straight face they have a chance on Saturday. With what we've seen, Brian, I, I you know, has to win versus can they, like do they even believe that they can? Because I don't really think there's anybody that can, that believes that blindly. Like, where is there evidence of this? Because we know that they have the, the maybe the skill set too, but I mean talent rather, but it's untapped talent. With no no the pressure's on and you know, pressure does two things. It either breaks you or or can make diamonds, you know. That's what it can do. It really can. And uh, you know, this team I don't know how much more pressure they need in order to to do what everybody's looking, but where where do you see there's evidence that Michigan State has an opportunity to even be in this ball game, let alone win it? I'm not even gonna say win it. Are they not gonna get blown out on Saturday? No, this team has a lot of talent. This team, when, when they're rebounding the ball and they're not turning the ball over and they're playing with effort, toughness, and defense, this team's a top 10 team. I don't, you know, and, and some will argue a top five team. We have the talent. There's no question. But you know as well as I do. At this age, it's a very fragile psyche, and it's all about confidence, right? And yeah. you saw a coach do a 180 at his press conference. said, we'll be back. We have we're gonna we're gonna regroup. We're gonna give it effort. Like coach caught that. Coach saw that. You know, coach is sending a message to his team at, at that press conference after the Iowa game. He was very clear. He's he's letting them hear through the media. And I believe in you. We believe in you. And and don't be surprised if we go out Saturday and beat Purdue because this team has the goods and has the talent and just has to put it together. And you know as well as I do, it takes one good game. Put it together to get that run going. One becomes two, and two becomes five, and all of a sudden, you got the steely tough team that's heading into March, and everybody's like, "Oh boy, look out! Here comes Izzo." So this team has the goods. It's all about confidence and playing with that confidence right now. Well, I, I sure hope you know, they they show up on Saturday and have a little bit of that moxie with them. Let, let's let's move on a little bit because speaking of all this beatdown going on. It was a little bit of a beatdown that went Ooh, on. There was some beatdown going on there. <laughs> Madison. What, what, yeah, Madison. What's going on with Jawan, man? Like, look, look at this. Here's a replay where that poor coach happened to ram his head into Jawan's hand. 
No, no, it's not. It's not. It's Joel. incredible. That was like coach's face. But, yeah, yeah. Look, look at that. That's. I mean, why would he put his face in the way of that? I don't know. The coach from no. Wisconsin. That was bad. Portnoy was fantastic. That was a respect slap, not a punch. When I saw that, I just, like, you know, I was just cracking up. He called an emergency press conference talking about the Sullivan. I mean, he's, here's my question. You're discussing Twitter world, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what Portnoy was saying. Portnoy was saying. And, I mean, here's, you know, I think the question begin, begin, is, is that uh, should Jawan have been fired? I mean, that's your, you know, that's mm. the question that I have and many have asked. And, you know, what are your takes on that, Jason? You know, I, I think it's deplorable. I think for a guy in his position, you know, especially a, a, a black man, let me just, just go here right for a moment, to, to lose your cool on national television like that and get physical with somebody. Jawan, this ain't you. This ain't nothing. You you are one of the few African American coaches in sports at a major institution like Michigan, a Power Five conference school and institution that has the winningest programs. Blah 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 blah. You you, blah, you blah, are blah. Yep. you 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 are you represent that. You're right, Jawan. I mean, how, how can you now lose your cool with a guy like that? Like, look, look I, I don't see him doing that to Dwayne, Dwayne Stevenson. Like, he ain't doing that in our handshake line. He ain't going to swing on DJ. Uh, that ain't going to happen. So why are you going to mess with this guy down there in Madison, man? Come on, Juwan. That man wasn't oppressing you. That man asked you a question. He was trying to, like, call things out. I mean, come on, man. What's he getting physical with him? There's 90 guys between you. We all know what that means. When you swing on a guy when there's 90 guys in between, you scared. <laughs> That's that bullshit. No, man. We see we see yeah. that, man. Come on now, bro. You <laughs> gonna swing on that guy. Like, for what? That swing so on funny. him. Let's 80, swing. Now I'm a Michigan basketball head coach, but I'm gonna swing on you. On TV. <laughs> There's no plausible All denying right. nothing. Hold we on. saw that. Look at that. Wait. Is the blue wall say the blue wall has spoken? We're gonna suspend it for the rest South of the season. South side of Chicago. Come on, man. South side. <laughs> Jawan. Jawan. We know. I Juwan, got a question for Jawan. That right there. Are I, you, you know. swinging at DJ like that? <laughs> Are you swinging at Dwayne Stevens like that? That's what I want. Heck, e no. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Not happening. Now should he should he have been fired? Do I personally believe he should have been fired? I mean, as much as Spartan Nation will dislike this comment, I don't. I just, I don't. I don't, I think. What about the rest of the season and the playoffs and and the postseason? Yes, he deserves, he deserves, actually he deserves the rest of the season suspension and even the postseason suspension. He should not be coaching in the NIT. No question. He should be out. All right. But my question to you is, if Tom Izzo takes that same swing, is he on Mars, Guantanamo Bay? He, uh, he, he's he's in that deer Monday? hunting stand with Bobby Knight. That's where he's at. I was going to say, is every national pundit out there saying, you know, Tom Izzo now has had his Bobby Knight moment. I am for him to go. The game has passed him by. And I think that's, that's, that's a very fair question because, you know, these, 
every one of us thought the same thing. If Tom Izzo did that, he would be gone. Gone, 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 because everybody talks about how much he yells and all that stuff. And so is there a double standard sometimes and maybe? Yeah, I think there is. I really do. Which brings us to the blue wall, right? <laughs> when we're talking about the blue wall. And we dissected this. We looked at this and really on cue. And I give them credit because I think as Spartans, we get mad. We get mad about the blue wall. Sometimes you just got to congratulate the player, man. Sometimes. Absolutely. When they beat you, know, you they at, all, at your own game I or mean, whatever. They beat you at the game of you life. Saw Desmond, you saw yeah. Desmond attack a cancer-stricken uh, uh, Dickie V. Uh, Wojo, <laughs> you know, Wojo come out and uh, defend. Um, <laughs> Wojo got mad at me. <laughs> you saw Wojo say it was a slap, not a punch. You saw some of the other beat writers, I believe, go through all those, right? That was great <laughs> right there. So I believe it. Oh, I mean, why, why are you getting into fights with Bob Wojanowski? No, 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 no. I'm just saying it was just on cue. It was just, I said, death, taxes, and on cue. Every one of them queued it up, right? And they all started uh, building that wall. And, you know, that's, here he is, Dickie V, in bed getting chemo, having to defend himself because uh, Desmond came, you know, came at him a little bit. And so, you know, do we get mad about that or should we learn and break? Yeah, this is, you know, I there just, you go. I, just, you know, I love the graphic really, here. It is. It truly is guaranteed death taxes, the blue wall. And so it's, Do you have it's that same smile on your face when you're making these tweets. I'm just cracking up because <laughs> do we ridicule or do we learn? Right. Should we learn from this? And I think it's like, if we build the, you know, like the on cue, every one of them jumped in and 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 started to defend or justify or whatever, whatever they said to soften the blow. So Spartan Nation might like, we need to learn from this. We need to build that Twitter wall. Yeah. We need to build the media wall. And instead of getting mad, embrace it and learn because this is very real. This happens all the time. It happens with Mitch Album. It happens. Every time there's an article written, you know, Jim Harbaugh is the only coach I know in America that can go visit, uh, take an take a, a interview on National Signing Day. And then I'm not even going to get into all the other all the <laughs> other stuff that involves, uh, which is more serious stuff, not the trolling and joking stuff, but some of the more serious stuff that I thought that uh, survivors were not Do you think – oh, yeah. Now, now, now you're talking about sensitive subjects. Listen, Twitter's for fun. Twitter's joke and having a good time. That, that stuff's serious stuff, but – I, I do believe that um, they do a very good job of that. And I think um, instead of getting mad about it, I think we got to learn. We, we need to institute the same, the same wall. And every one of our beat writers, every one of our Twitter, social media influencers, Instagram, like we need to be able to jump on cue. But how are they so yeah. coordinated and organized? Do you think they're having a blue wall discussion? Is there like a, a blue wall Zoom somewhere that's happening, a Teams meeting maybe that you can't break in because Teams is what government entities use? Uh, is there a, a, a actual meeting somewhere like Jimmy Hoffa, like at the coffee shop where they all get together, the blue wall people, and they talk about strategy? How do they get the message and get it out so quickly? I just think it's been 50 years of an unwritten rule. 
and that's the way it's happened. We've been hearing about this for years. And, you know, I think instead of insulting them for that, give them credit for it and build our own wall. Do the same thing. Now, when I say that, I also say when we're wrong, we're wrong. And if there's an incident that happens that deserves criticism, we give the criticism. And, you know, you know you've seen some of that as well. I mean, we joke and we laugh and all that stuff. But some of the other stuff is just so blatant. It's just so obvious. Like, come on. I mean, some of the stuff is, it's, it's really serious stuff. Like, I mean, we're still writing articles about Bo Schembechler. Really? Really? Come on. Like, there's some very serious things that are transpiring that we, that, that we really need to take hold of. And, but what we need to learn and, 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 and follow suit. It's okay. When it comes to that, follow suit. So it is what it is, um, you know, but when you look at some of the stuff that's transpired. Yeah, he, we, we got real serious there for a minute, man. I mean, serious, serious, serious. Can we talk a little? Well, I mean, are we, what are we doing here? Let's go. Women's you know, sports. Can we do absolutely. that? Absolutely. I think it's important that we give a shout out to women's sports, right? Uh, give a shout out to women's gymnastics, ranked tenth in the country. Yes. Congratulations! Great. We love it. That's we're awesome. going to start showcasing. We are the going top to show- ten team. Start. Absolutely. Start Some of the toughest people sports. on the campus, right there. You know, I I know that when uh, you, you have an injury as a football player, you're in that training room, and uh, when you when you have serious injury, they kind of pool resources, and you you. No doubt, we'll see a gymnast in there. Uh, they they are they get injuries that you wouldn't believe. They so they they risk. They're tough. Oh my tougher. god! There's more. Does they come back and do it again? There are more injuries in women's gymnastics than there are in football. So that is one of the most physical sports, and sometimes doesn't get enough attention. Um, but uh, kudos to them. Congratulations on the ranking. Women's basketball has a rematch with Michigan on Thursday in Ann Arbor. That that school down the road, excuse me, senior day is Sunday against Ohio State. Congratulations. Um, you know, good luck this coming week. And so every week we're going to try and uh, say a, a word or two, update the Spartan Nation about women's sports. And then um, on to uh, 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 former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores. And we thought that was, we found this clip here, and we'll play it real fast, that we thought, you know, Brian Flores, who was the former head coach of the Dolphins, um, was asked uh, who had some influence over his career. And and he had this to say, which we thought was very interesting. Just talk- Your knowledge from, and, and you learned a lot from, like, who was that one guy? It could be anybody. The one person that, that definitely helped me, you know, that people probably wouldn't think of is Mel Tucker. The year before I was going to be the coordinator in New England, um, I spent a few days in Georgia, at Georgia, University of Georgia, where Mel was at D.C. Um, and I remember sitting in this meeting and, and saying to myself, damn, that guy's, that, that guy's right. impressive, right. you know. I, I kind of saw myself, but an older, wiser, you know, more seasoned version. And I was like, I got to learn from this guy. Right. Um, you know, he's somebody who, he probably doesn't even know that, how much uh, of an impact he had on me. Um, and I took a lot from that. I, I, I found those comments to be very interesting just out of nowhere. And, and, uh, 
What do you think about that, Jace? I mean, that, that goes to show you the kind of respect. You're hearing it from a NFL head coach, a guy who has uh, coached underneath people like Bill Belichick for a number of years in New England. Uh, and, and, and has got his way, has, has worked his way up to being a head coach in the National Football League. Obviously, we know what's going on with him in, in the lawsuit against the NFL or the teams and the NFL for not firing, or not uh, using or utilizing favorable hiring practices as it relates to giving African Americans a fair shot at being uh, coaches or head coaches in the National Football League. So we know about that, but. When asked in general, who 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 do you credit some of this to? And the name that comes out of his mouth is Mel Tucker, and there's no relation there. I, I mean, if <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know what else you need to hear in order to try to be if you need to be sold on who who we have in East Lansing. You know, I, the activity, all the work has already been done and programmed into this individual now now he's giving it to the players it takes time it's not something that you can snap your fingers overnight and you're just boom all of a sudden you're you're Alabama it takes time Alabama had a, you know, a couple of years before the success you know hyper the hyper success that they've had over the last decade or so um, you know it, it, it's a it, it's it's a long time coming and Michigan State right now is primed for such such one of as one of those runs right there they're prime for one of those runs with Mel Tucker. Uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg. In my opinion, with Brian Flores telling you what he feels, you're going to hear more of that. Uh, and it's my opinion as time goes. I'm telling you, people are stopping. You know, I, I'm hearing it. I know you're down there in Florida. There's still a buzz going on about Mel Tucker and Michigan State as a brand that we haven't seen in a long time. The brand. The brand is the buzz. And that to me is a is a cultural shift because the, 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 the brand being a buzz is what these young men want to hear today. And to have a former NFL head coach make those comments who is really highly regarded in, 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 in many of the circles, for him to say that and for him to say Mel might not even know that really speaks volumes for uh, where Tuck, you know, the respect that Tuck has, because Tuck spent 10 years in, in the league. And I think those 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 comments are, are, are profound. And if I'm any high school recruit listening to those comments, I'm, I'm really doing a double take saying, whoa, wait a minute, is the NFL head coach talking about another one, another head coach in college that doesn't, I don't know that well. And really, that, that to me speaks volumes. And you're seeing it all across the country. I mean, I'm in Florida talking to people here in California, talking to people, and the buzz around Mel Tucker and this university and the brand in Michigan State, it's really nationwide. We've never seen this reach across the country. Never, ever seen this reach. And you're seeing recruits uh, across the country. Um, I'm really, really reaching. And, Really one that comes to mind right now, you look at the MSU, according to Justin Tin and 247, MSU has now offered one of the top defensive ends in the portal, Georgia Tech defensive end Jordan Dominic, who was uh, coached by Brandon Jordan. I don't know if you have that stick to uh, play that, but you know now we've offered one of the top defensive ends in the portal. 
um, which really would be a huge get. And and Brandon Jordan being so here to, is going to be huge. He gets to play with his old coach from Georgia Tech at Michigan State. There's a plus. Brandon Jordan being able to work with a lot of high-level NFL talent, plus, plus. Mel Tucker, plus, plus, plus. You know, all we got to do is catch the facilities up, man. Those kind of things and get the NIL program running where it should be. Um, those are the things that need to be done really to button up national championship repetitively for Michigan State. Man, are we going? can we talk to a Super Bowl champ or what, man? Oh, that's so exciting. That is yeah. so exciting. Man, I mean, this is the only, we, this is the only reason I can't. Honor. I'm in Michigan here just so I could do this for you. But this what is an honor. What a pleasure. Oh, man. What a pleasure. When he joining us in, now. Can. Oh. Join, joining. Wait. So we got him. I, unfortunately, he, I have not won a Super Bowl, and I'm the only one here right now. Oh, uh, we got producers. To, on, though, producer issue. Know. All right. All right. We're working it. They're, 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 they're working on some, uh, you know. We got some technical, technical difficulties. difficulties. <laughs> no, we're fine. We're just waiting on the call. <laughs> Is Brian ready? Text him. See if he's ready. But, you know, when you talk about um, the brand and Tuck and Brandon Jordan and, and just kind of, you know, Spartan Odyssey and who we've offered across the country, where the recruiting class is ranked, the reach we've had nationwide, um, the hires that uh, Mel Tucker has made, you know, this, this program, the trajectory of this program is really headed to a different level. Um, it's really, really exciting because we're, we're, you know, we're seeing really outside the box things, you know, hi the hiring of Brandon Jordan, uh, defensive and rush specialist. You're seeing, um, you know, Saeed Khalif being named general manager executive director of player personnel. You know, those are, those are things that uh, you normally don't see in a college program. Those are designed um, and the way that they're built with the portal, with NIL, with everything that's transpiring, you know, those are, you know, Tuck's building a program uh, to replicate, uh, to mimic the NFL. And if I'm a young man trying to get to the league, trying to get to the next level, um, you know, I'm looking for programs like that that are focused on my next step, on my future. I mean, you, you know, kudos to, um, to the staff, to, to Mel Tucker, to really their philosophy and what they're trying to do. Understanding the branding, understanding social media, understanding recruiting, marketing, uh, even titles, even titles of, of coaching staff, building this, running this like an NFL program really will only bode well for the future. I mean, the landscape of, of college athletics has changed dramatically. I was reading, I was watching. Uh, Let's watch the Super Bowl. We got, we've got, we got, we got Brian Allen. On Do we got us. him on here? I'm in. There he is. I'm done babbling. Joining us that now nice is filler. Super Bowl <laughs> champion, Brian Allen. How you doing, brother? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. How you guys yeah. doing? Good, oh, dude, man. man. How you feeling? Talk to us a little bit about that. Coming off good. this Super Bowl still, uh, still a little tired. Finally starting to get over the hump just a little here. So <laughs> I just got home to Chicago today after a uh, 
long week of celebrating. So time to catch up on some sleep. <laughs> Man, we really appreciate you, you know, waiting a little bit for the beauty sleep to come on the show for us, man. I mean, it's it's a, a, a honor to have a guy in. Look, man, Brian, imagine if you won a Super Bowl, you wouldn't have slept what, maybe five man. hours between now and what was that, 10 days ago? Yeah, that's what it feels like. So it's been, uh, <laughs> oh, been one man. of those weeks. Yeah. So tell us, you know, what it, what it was like, the, the, the coolest moment of that whole experience, you know, with the, the, the lead up before the game first. Yeah, um, it, it was a little different having the game at home. You know, I mean, I think however many years have gone by to have two teams play back-to-back home Super Bowl. So as far as, like, the, the week's approach, having the insight of being in the Super Bowl in Atlanta my rookie year versus, you know, being at home now, it was – you know, a normal week, we didn't really deviate at all from, you know, what a normal work schedule would be. You know, one day we went down to the Rose Bowl to practice there for some wind, but, you know, where our practice facility is, the, the Santa Ana winds get us, you know, a couple times a year anyways. So, you know, it really did feel like a normal week, you know, in our own locker room, you know, sleeping in your own bed till, till Saturday night. It's a, you know, a big advantage, and, you know, we never really – were exposed or, you know, saw any of the, the Super Bowl chaos really going down, you know, down around the L.A. area. So it's good to be at home and, you know, awesome, awesome building up to the game just to, to go go through your normal routine. Wow. And, and, and you know, beyond that, like looking at the game, looking at all the highlights, was there moments to you that stood out in the game itself? I mean, that was a battle to the end. Went and got – uh, sealed by your defense. I was Aaron Donald, as you're showing right there with the big sack. Yeah, you know, definitely a uh, game with a bunch of ups and downs. You know, we were running the ball early, having a hard time to run the ball, you know, in the second half and finding really a rhythm there. And you know, our defense was, was doing their job and, you know, kind of kind of stalemated in the second half. It kind of, you know, stunk to see Odell go down. Still very uh, curious to see what he would have done with the rest of the game, the way he was playing that night. But, um, and just what, what an awesome game, awesome finish. And then you know, the big drive at the end, I think, I think around like the 11 minute mark, Sean brought the, the offense up, kind of, you know, got everyone on the same page, understood that things weren't, weren't going our way at that point in the game, but you know, we we're going to get two, three more drives maybe. And, you know, we had to, to pick which one we were going to go down and do it. So, Kind of, kind of resembled the Iowa drive, the the one that won the Big Ten championship in 2015. Just a long, kind of grueling drive. Not as not as many run plays on our end, but we got down there in about the same amount of plays. So it was a fun way to get it done. What the, like? What does it What does it feel like to win a Super Bowl? I mean, what when Aaron Donald swung that guy around and you know it was over, like. Walk, just walk us through that moment. Yeah. I actually didn't know we had won at that point. I um, <laughs> On that last drive that we scored on to go ahead, I started cramping. So oh. I knew they had a – It uh, hurts. You know, their, their kicker is one of the bigger leg kickers in the NFL. So if you get mm-hmm. around the 50 in, in the NFL, there's a, there's a shot it's going in for three. So – I was with the trainers taking, you know, cramp shots, getting massages and all this stuff. And I was getting ready for overtime in my mind. So I was trying to get that stuff kind of under control. And 
you know, down so I could get ready to go in. And then everyone started screaming that, you know, Aaron, Aaron got him. And I'm like, all right, what down is it? And they're like, no, you got to go in and take the knee. So it was, uh, you know, interesting way to find out you won, but it, it really still hasn't set in. I'm still kind of on cloud nine trying to comprehend what, you know, what all of it means. You hear about other guys winning Super Bowls and, you know, what it does for them and, you know, kind of having that title for the rest of your life. And it just hasn't, hasn't set in yet. Just another football game right now. <laughs> you, you know, you know, we don't, we don't need to tell you, but uh, they, as uh, Coach D told you and every other coach you ever had, is that they can never take it away from you, right? So we, we all know that slogan. But, you know, a lot of people in Detroit were extremely happy for uh, Stafford. And there was, I'd say, you know, 85-15, 80-20, wanted him to win, kind of Detroit Rams, which I think they went overboard. But uh, what kind of guy is Stafford, you know? I, uh, everything, everything Detroit supports and thinks he is, is exactly who he is. He's a, uh, awesome teammate, awesome guy, you know, does, does everything the right way, works hard, humble, tough, and, you know, to get all those things at that position is pretty unique. So to be able to, uh, you know, work with him every day is awesome. And, you know, just the, the legacy he already has and to, to have a front row seat to, you know, just be close and see how he operates and the way he leads our offense is something I'm pretty grateful for. Pretty cool opportunity. So he, uh, he's the man deserves it all. So glad he could finally get one. I kind of became a lions fan just living in Michigan throughout college. So <laughs> that's cool, awesome. uh, cool the way that it ended up. I mean, you just talked about his toughness too. And I don't know if you got a chance to see it or if you saw it during the game when he got rolled up, Matt, you know, it looked like his ankle. And that, that for sure looked like a, a mild sprain, at least. Uh, but he just got it, yeah. spat it up and came back, didn't miss a play. You know, he's a tough yeah, dude. He's a tough guy. You don't, you don't hear much complaining out of him. He's, uh, I don't like seeing some of the shots he took this year, but he, he takes them and, you know, he gets up like everyone else and keeps playing. So it's a mm. unique quality to have at, at that position. Wow, man. You know, and, and what, yeah, go ahead, Brian. I just want to know, like, your how did Michigan State and your experience here uh, playing for uh, Bulls, playing for a Staten, and, and everything that you learned here, winning championships, the culture, how did I prepare you for that moment, for the NFL? Yeah, I would say um... – you know, just being at Michigan State at the, the time that I was there, the players I got to play with every day, you know, just playing in the Big Ten. We're going to Big Ten championship games, going to, you know, New Year's Six Bowl games and, and things like that. Just and we were always in those those big environment-like games, and, you know, we were always playing, you know, against the, the best guys in the Big Ten. And at that point, you know, I think Big Ten had two of the four national championships when I was in college, so it wasn't, you know, like an all – SEC deal going on when I was there so just you know every every year we were going to be one of the best teams and you know with that came you know those those big game you know opportunities whether that was at Penn State Ohio State Nebraska you know everywhere you play in the the Big Ten whether you're at Rutgers I think one of the craziest games I played at in college was at Rutgers believe it or not so just uh, you know, playing that schedule, you know, being being in that competitive environment day in and day out, just 
you get to the NFL, sure, guys, guys are a little better than college. That's that's expected. But you know, the way our, our program was at Michigan State, you know, when I was there, was really kind of just ready to walk in the first day, and you knew what was expected, and you know, you knew what you had to get done because you know there were standards and expectations in East Lansing with. You know, guys like Coach Ken Manny and Mark D'Antonio that, you know, were expected and he didn't get away with. So very grateful for those, uh, you know, father figures and, you know, life coaches that I had there while I was there. Yeah, awesome. Everybody's going to want to ask this question, I'm sure. Though. Who's the toughest guy you've had to face in the NFL so far? Like, who's the guy that you see on the schedule? You're like, man, I don't want to play this guy. That guy's a problem. Am I allowed to list guys on my own team? Because yeah. uh, Aaron Donald, yeah. I'm sure. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Donald's can. at the top of the list. Uh, <laughs> is he even on blockable? What'd you say? Is he blockable? Is he blockable? I mean, in four years, I probably have five or six clips on him, but I got tape of him. I'll, I've, uh, I've showed him. <laughs> so let him know I'm still there. But um, no, he's. Uh, He's next level. You know, everyone wants to say, you know, the next Darren Donald, the next, you know, this, that. I've, I've played competitive sports for, we'll say, probably 15 years now, and there's nothing like him that I've seen. Nothing comes close to the type of athlete he is, the type of explosion he can create, the type of strength that he has. It's just, I don't, I don't know how he does it. It's pretty special, a uh, special thing he's got going. So honored to. Uh, to get to see him every day too makes me a lot better. And, and we were offensive linemen, and so when we we watch him, right, he's a little undersized, and yet you see the way he makes plays, right, and he goes around guys, and dare I use the term coward's way, right? Like he's so quick. I don't. I've never seen a defensive lineman. Seen him go through so people too. Go through people. <laughs> he's got them all. People. I, I just, it's unbelievable. I've never, I've never seen anything like that. And is it his work ethic? Is it God-given ability? Is it just, what is it? It's, it's all that. He's, uh, he's probably like, he, he's probably 270 and say he's, he's around there. He, he's not a heavy guy and I've seen him, you know, bench press probably close to 500, 515 pounds. So just kind of a, you know, unnatural human strength he's got going there and just just freak work ethic you know he's one of the first guys in last ones to leave always you know extra lifts extra workouts and just one of those guys who you know gets everything that they work for and it's deserved so awesome guy to learn from awesome guy to you know look up to as a mentor so outside he, uh, of him it all. outside of him i mean he's incredible i mean it, that's a i know that's got to be a dream mm -hmm. to play with a guy like that it only can make you better as a as an offensive lineman going against Aaron Donald every day, but you know, outside of your team, is there anybody out there that you say is like, okay, this is, you know, everybody's really good. Is there any one guy that stands out above them? Um, you know, there's there's certain guys that you know you definitely are aware of. I, I wouldn't say I'm I'm kind of at that point where, you know, when I was younger, there'd be a guy who you kind of looked up to growing up to, and you'd, you'd get there and think, you know, I gotta. Like the first time you play in Dominican Sioux, you're like, I'm playing in Dominican Sioux on Sunday. Like, mm -hmm. this guy was stepping on people in Detroit when I was, you know, 10. Like, what, the, <laughs> what did I get myself into? But, you know, now, now I'm at that point where you know, I've kind of played everybody. I've played guys who will 
have gold jackets. I played guys who will be in the Pro Bowl and, and things like that. So there's not really anyone who scares me or anything like that. For me, it's it's really um, we'll see. I like like a guy like Akeem Hicks, like a, yeah. a player like that who's. It's one thing when they're big and slow, but if you're you're big and, and powerful, that's a rare combination inside the NFL and, and guys like that. But yeah, no I saw him walking around down in Florida right now. It's a big dude. <laughs> yeah, Akeem Hicks. Yeah, yeah. Where did, he went to some small school out of nowhere. I don't know. Yeah, he is a freak. He had some, as as some like recruiting thing happen where he ended up going to a school in Canada. Where he, <laughs> I, I want to say it was University of Regina or something. Wow, Regina. So, how? That Say it again. again. <laughs> yeah, University of Regina. So I, I want to say it was committed to go to LSU though at one point. Oh, that that makes a lot more sense. Akeem Hicks going to LSU. Yeah. No, he he was in uh, under the radar. I think it was more of a, a recruiting hiccup with something. But the uh, he did go Jeffrey slow. Simmons. That that name sticks out. The kid in Tennessee. He's pretty good. He's a defensive tackle, kind of mm-hmm. similar to what I'm saying. Like six four, six five, three thirty, and angry. <laughs> yeah, this man. I, t- I mean, you telling me Aaron Donald is two seventy blows me away. You know, like he's not a big guy. Three te- yeah, you don't see three techniques. Just guys inside, whatever he is, five. You know, playing a four, five. What? Just at that weight. I mean, two seventy is just wow. Yeah, get thrown That's around super, normally. Wow, super light. That is remarkable to me. I mean, for him to be that good at that weight. Inside is just, it shows you what a stud he is, you know. Tahoe, you know, you had a, a, a major injury. And then, like, walk us through that rehab to, like, being a Super Bowl champion and how you felt all the way moving over to that. Because that's, I mean, you know, for you to, you know, you're in a dark hole, training by yourself, getting back a normal and then being a Super Bowl champ, I mean, that's a hell of a recovery, man. Yeah, definitely a roller coaster over the last two years. So uh, 2019, I was a starting center. I tore my MCL, my meniscus, and then I fractured my tibia head, like kind of late in the year, November, at Pittsburgh. So kind of a crappy time of the year to injure yourself anyways where you're not sure if you're going to be back for the the beginning of the next season so you know that had happened I didn't really realize the the severity of that injury and you know getting into rehab all that stuff coming back and and trying to get healthy and you know one thing led to another and just taking forever and ever to get healthy and you know before you know it it's training camps there and I missed most of that for the 2020 season so didn't really have an opportunity to, you know, compete for the job or, you know, really be a part of the team. At that point, I was still rehabbing and, and whatnot. But, you know, thankfully they, they kept me around, which which isn't always the case. And, you know, the NFL, if you're, you know, a guy who can't play, but, you know, on the roster. So, you know, you'd be a starter. And then the next year you're not playing at all. You're not dressing on Sundays. That's, you know, kind of a, you know, a tough adjustment going from being the guy to, you know, just someone in the building. So, Definitely a long year, just, you know, first off, not being where you want to be on the depth chart to still not being healthy, still not being able to, you know, feel strong, feel good about, you know, little things like walking. And, you know, they're trying to tell you, you got to go practice and block Aaron Donald when you're not, 
know, the starter, you guys know you're on the scout team. So you know, I'm out there 65%, 70%, 75%, just trying to get my, my knee stronger and, you know, doing it against these guys who are, you know, trying to get ready to play the New York Giants or, you know, whoever it is that week. So you know, definitely, a, you know, an interesting year and, you know, humbling and, you know, not a, not a fun place to be, but I think that that season and, you know, everything I got from that really is what, you know, motivated me and, you know, kind of pissed me off to, you know, go into this year with, you know, higher expectations for myself and, you know, really just hold myself accountable and, you know, know what my goals were and know that they were going to get done. So I don't, I don't think this year really happens without all the, you know, all the bad stuff that happened and all the lessons that came with that. So, you know, grateful for, you know, having gone through that and, you know, to kind of, be the guy to, to not be the guy to, you know, everyone kind of counting out to, to come back in and, and proving everyone wrong was a uh, you know, pretty, pretty cool thing to do. And, you know, just to do it this year and, and to win the Super Bowl was, you know, icing on the cake to you know, come back in and you know, finish out a season how I wanted to. So pretty, pretty cool to do in my fourth year and you know, finish the job there. Finish the job you did, and and you're talking about sure the, the way you, you know, you 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 have two other brothers, uh, you know, Jack, your older brother, and and Matt is your younger brother who's just now uh, leaving Michigan State, correct? Uh, talk about that household a little bit, you know, back the Allen household back in was it Hillsdale, Hinsdale, yeah, Hins Hinsdale, Hinsdale, Illinois, with. Mom and dad. Let, let me say this: Jack, Jack is my favorite. D two school around Grand Rapids gets every uh, yeah. Michigander yeah. with it. That's Hillsdale. Hillsdale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's my man Jack doing? I love Jack. He's 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 good. He's in the other room right now. So I just Tell got home. Said, what's happening? <laughs> I will. Yeah. But yeah, is the household. Talk, okay? Yeah, yeah. How, how's mom and dad? Mom and dad are good. They're down in Florida, so they're smarter oh, they than us. Getting, yeah. uh, getting away from the cold. <laughs> As they so. should. But talk about the household. You know, you have three guys end up playing at a high level, at the, you know, probably the greatest centers, you know, back to back to back in Michigan State history. They can come from one household. What was it like? You guys all wrestle. So did you wrestle at home? Did you fight? Because, I mean, I've got two, and they're always fighting each other when they're in the same household, yeah. under the same roof. So it had to be crazy. No, we uh, we definitely did it all. Um, you know, we all grew up, you know, wrestling at a young age. That was kind of the the first sport we all got into. So, and we did have a, a wrestling room at our house. I think everyone's heard some stories about that, you know, here and there. But you know, just very very competitive household. We all played three four sports, and you know, we all thought we were you know going going to play all three or four of them professionally, whichever one we wanted to choose. So. That was, uh, you know, kind of our mindset, and you know, all three of us were, were dumb enough to believe it, and and it's kind of where it took us. So, I'm very thankful to, you know, have my brothers, have my parents, and you know, like like those humbling experiences I talked about in 2020, like just you know having those guys to, to push you and motivate you are, uh, you know, things that won't take for granted. So it was awesome growing up with them, and, and definitely wouldn't be here without them, and kind of the, the environment you're talking about, just having, you know, guys to, to push you and, you know, make you get better all the time. You know, we'll leave you with this so you can get some rest, but uh, uh, Mel Tucker, Michigan State, uh, have you been paying attention and uh, what are your thoughts so far? 
Spartans are back, baby. I, uh, <laughs> it's been exciting. Right. It's, uh, it's definitely, it's cool to see. You know, I think we can all agree it's a different type of program than what Coach D did to now, but it's different type of college football from when I was there to now. So it's, uh, you know, exciting to see all the whatever's happening with these deals and you know, the transfer portal and, and the way this, NIL. I'm, I'm NIL. 26 and I'm already feeling like the old guy. You're, not, yeah, not you're old now. You're old. Yeah. It was, I mean, club, last year was awesome to watch. I, I don't know how many wins they were projected to get, but you know, four for him to half. come in in his first, you know, four and a half for, uh, for him to come in in his first real season, I'm not going to count the COVID year where they played five games or whatever, but, I just come in for the first year and and to have the season they had was was pretty cool to see and you know you can feel the people having having the excitement again and you know when, when Michigan State's winning it's uh you know East Lansing is a different place so you can you can definitely feel that vibe all the way in California and you know everyone everyone's excited and it's fun fun to watch it's uh it's a weird experience for me it's the first time I've really been in you know the position where I'm the old guy watching you know you're alma mater if you will i graduated like six months ago i don't know if i can say that yet but um congratulations appreciate it but you know definitely a lot of fun excited for him met him a couple times and uh excited to see where they're going so well well, good stuff come on back we'd love to have you yeah speaking of that you know he wants players coming back and training with the team you know, he's got a whole I'm, uh, locker room. I'm coming to uh, the basketball game on uh, Saturday. I'll be there. Oh, you'll be there? Oh, good. There we go. Yeah. There we go. All good right. So, I'll be there, too. Well, so we'll link up. Driving up with a couple former Spartans. Oh, boy. Look out. You going to have that Lombardi with you? You I, I bring got Byron Bullo with me, so everyone put their seatbelts on. <laughs> <laughs> Those bullets now. Those them bullets them are doggone story, bullets. Man. I'm telling you, you legacy kids, you guys are something else, man. Something else, though. Well, listen, welcome back and enjoy, and congratulations. We're so proud of you, so happy for you, man. God bless you. Thank you for joining us, and uh, straight catch-up. Buy the guy a beer on Saturday. Yeah, man. Whatever he wants, man. Super Bowl champ. I think I'm sick of water for. uh, Yeah, water. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hydration. All right, right, man. Appreciate it, Brian. Brian, thank you for joining us. Appreciate you, brother. Congrats. And uh, we'll see you Saturday. And uh, appreciate you. Take care. Go green. Sounds good. Go green. Take care. Go Go white. white. Thanks. That was Brian Allen joining us. Boy, I tell you. Them legacy kids are something, something, something else, aren't they? Straight. I mean, yeah, he's great, man. I mean, he's just a class act, a classy family, really. If you know wonderful. the Allens, I mean, they're wonderful from top to bottom. Uh, so, so it's great to have one of the Allen brothers <laughs> making it big, man. Out in L.A., winning a that Super Bowl awesome. with Matt Stafford. How about that? that he's the one awesome. snapping the ball to Matt Stafford. Pretty cool. Get him some water. He's still. Yeah, <laughs> Aquafina will be yeah. in his future. All weekend, yep. Aquafina. Absolutely. Ladies Maybe and gentlemen. Maybe a little Carbonati. A little Carbonati. Okay. Yeah. Well, All right. ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Uh, and inside the locker room, uh, this is Brian Mosalem alongside my co-host, the Honorable Jason Strayhorn. Thank you. Good night and go green. God bless. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 